down in Petersburg, everything's fine. All lamb cats is drinking that wine, drinking that mess is their delight. When he gets drunk, start singing all night, drinking wine, for you to drink wine. Wine, for you to drink wine. Wine, for you to drink wine. Pass that bottle to me. Drinking that mess is their delight. When he gets drunk, start fighting all night. Knock down windows and tear down door. Welcome to this special Tasting Anarchy beer episode. I'm Jake Lindsay, and I'm joined by my very beautiful sister. Say your name, Jory. Hi, I'm Jory. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's all right. Uh, you may ha- remember her from, as of right now, our third most popular episode, The Ghost of Christmas Present. Um, we had a lot of uh, good responses from that, and people were like, well, you should do more beer episodes. So I figured Jory would be a good beer correspondent because she works at a restaurant that has how many beers do they have on tap? 132. Wow, that's that's a lot. So 132 you, cycling daily. Cycling daily? Um, well, we we don't have 132 different every day, but we probably have at least five new beers. A day. Like run out of one and retap a new one about five different beers a day. We print our menus like three times a week. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's pretty. That's still a lot yeah. of beers. So you get an yeah. opportunity to try a lot of them. Yes, I do, all which right. is awesome. Yep. So you. Although I forget what I try a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's part of drinking. It's just it's fun to forget what you've yeah, tried. Yeah, for sure. And then you can try. It again yeah uh, so you you recommended two beers for me and i went down to total wine and i picked those up because that's where that's where i get pretty much everything so uh the first one that i've got here is dragon's milk i mm-hmm. I've, I've opened it up i, I ha- also have that here okay great i i opened it up but i haven't tried it yet it's 11 percent alcohol uh, by volume which is way higher than most beer that i drink but yeah I, it's super it's super boozy yeah super boozy now what makes this one yeah. special i'll let well, you i'll let you say um I mean, I don't know if it's, well, it's just, it's a really, for me, I'm not a fan of the barrel-aged beers um, because they are oftentimes have a very strong alcohol flavor and I'm not a huge fan of bourbon or whiskey in general. Um, But this one is a lot smoother. You don't like get a ton of that alcohol. It's pretty deep, which I think kind of cancels it out a little bit. It has very like sweet uh, malts to it. Yeah. So it is good. It's actually not my my favorite favorite beer, but it is a really good one, and it was one that you could get as well. And it's extremely popular. So, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think I think it is it is pretty good. I, I like stouts. Th- you're right though. Yeah. This is not nearly as boozy as most bourbon barrel mm-hmm. aged ones. Um, right. So I think this well, is actually a good pick. Even for eleven percent. Yeah, even for eleven percent. Yeah, which is is unusual. Now this is from uh, New Holland Brewing, which is I think in New York. I've had other things uh, from them. I think. I think it might be in Maine. Oh, Maybe it, Maine? it is New York. It's okay. I know it's up north somewhere. Those Yankees. Or Michigan. Yeah, I think I'm Michigan. Okay, that could be. Let me look. I'm gonna look. Actually, I pulled it up just now. It is New York. Oh, it is New York. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I have had one okay. from them before, and I'm looking it up real quick because I've not had this this one, but I have had mm-hmm. uh, the poet. Have you had that one? Oh, I think we have had that. Yeah. That's so funny because it, my our menu says Holland, Michigan. So how weird is that? I wonder who's wrong. Oh. Well, I mean, probably us because if you're looking it up. Well, I mean, that's what it says. New Holland. Well, let me. Well, let me. Maybe they have more than one brewery. Oh, that's potential. Yeah. yeah. 
that's, I looked at the menu earlier. That's why I was scared. Um, uh, no, but, I, I'm uh, wrong. Pool, when, I, when you go to the, it says it on oh. Google, but when you actually go to their contact page, it does say Holland, Michigan. Oh, how weird. Yeah, that is weird. They, they might have more than one. Yeah. More than one brewery then. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, this is this is actually pretty good. It is very smooth. Um, I like stouts a lot, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. this is is definitely a good one. Milk stouts too, too are are one of my favorite. And then the poet, which is the other one, I was like on a real big mm-hmm. oatmeal stout kick for a while. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, like uh, what is it? Adam Adam Smith's. Adam Smith's oatmeal stout or something Smith's oatmeal stout. Yeah. That, that was a popular one for a while that I liked a lot. And the other one from New Holland Brewing is pretty good as well. Um, man, I'm saying um a lot in this yeah. episode. Uh, but yeah, I like this one. <laughs> it, it's like a roast, like a roasted malt, kind of like a more like a mm-hmm. smoother, a lot of vanilla, and it does yeah. it does have a little bit of that oakiness from the barrel, but it doesn't have the bourbony booziness. Right, that's what I was thinking. It's definitely it's the the oat comes out a lot more than the than the booze and that's mm-hmm. i think why i like it more than most barrel aged beers it is for me personally it's a little on the side okay um, but and i don't know if it's because i don't know if it's the sweet mixed with the strong like the higher alcohol content that i'm not a huge fan of i mean i do like it but it's one that i could probably just drink one of and then move on to something a little lighter yeah i i think that i would i would agree with that that's uh it, it is i think a little too strong for me to have several of them but it, but very good right yeah it's definitely very good super duper popular a crowd pleaser i'd say yeah yeah definitely and a good thing to introduce somebody who doesn't really know stouts very well maybe they they'll cut they'll i don't know how this works for you but you know i used to do charity beer things mm-hmm. so i would i would like mm-hmm. be the person who like pours the beer from the the big car at like charity events oh yeah cool. and yeah. um people would come in and they'd be like they'd be like well i like this what do you have this like that because you know most people they don't know the yeah. micro brews they, they know that they like bud light or they know yeah. that they like i mean sometimes they'll come in they'll be like well i don't really know what i like that much but i do know that i like mm-hmm. um like blue moon. yeah blue moon or you know the, yeah. the very popular ones the you know guinness that kind of thing so if somebody came in yep. and they were like i want to try a micro brew um I like Guinness. What do you have? You could say, well, why don't you try this? this is, it's similar to Guinness in a lot of ways. It's more like Guinness Extra Stout. Yeah. It's not like the import, but uh, right. But it's 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 similar. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that happens a lot here. Is that we have an overwhelming amount of beer, so they're like, oh, I don't know what to do, and I'm like, okay, well, tell me what you drink usually, and then we'll go from there. Right. And so when I train people here, I'm like, okay, these are what you need to know. If they say they like Blue Moon, you offer them this beer. If they say they like this, you offer them this beer. If you say, <laughs> and so that's like because we yeah. do have a thirty that stay on tap, so we have a very like a very standard go to for if they say they like this, you can go to this, and then as you know, you learn more beers and stuff. And I've been working for two years and. I I have learned a lot about beer, but definitely not all there is to learn. So yeah, right. So the the other one, moving on to the other beer, I've got I've got two topics, mm-hmm. but I don't want to keep you on the phone for like thirty minutes. So uh, yeah, no worries. But I want to move on to the other beer, which is uh, mm-hmm. Rar and Sons Brewing Company's Adios Pantaloons. This is another one that you recommended to me, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll pick it up on the microphone, but it's in a can. Oh, so I'm gonna open Ooh, that. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that did sound nice. All right, so this one is a saison, but it's a saison with added lemon and lime. Uh-huh. So I think that's interesting. Now to contrast this with the other one, this is 4.5 percent alcohol by volume. This seems to me, I've always thought that like saisons were like really nice session beers, so you just kind of like sip on them. And I really like saisons, and, uh-huh. and they do tend to be lower in alcohol, like just kind of something you bring to the yeah. beach. A lot of people think that saisons uh, are too, I guess, fancy. 
to have in like hot weather and stuff, but I think it's it's a perfect hot weather beer. Um, oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah, for the most part, definitely. Yeah, They're uh, very smooth, light. This is yeah, this is actually very good. Uh, it so one of the cool things about this brewing company is that they're like twenty minutes away from my house. Mm-hmm. So that uh, is very excited to go visit it when we come and see you. Yeah, and there's actually right down the street from that is uh, a really good pizza place that also brews called uh, Fort Brewery and Pizza mm-hmm. that uh, my new friend Car Campit from the Friends Against Government podcast, the Fag Cast. He and I went to that pizza oh, place, cool. and it was really good. And they, they they also brew. They also have quite a few good brute uh, beers. And again, I had stout and a porter. I think because I tend to like the darker mm-hmm. beers when I'm just going to sit and talk for several hours. Uh, but not not yeah. not at eleven percent alcohol by volume. Um, so we'll right. go ahead and, and recap both of these at the end of the show. I'm going to finish the milks out because although I do like the saison, if I yeah, if I it's don't probably I, better. Well, I'm, yeah, it's better to end with. And also I've got uh, one more mini episode to do today and which is a a glass of wine that I have out right now. That's like breathing so that I can do a good review on it. (laughs) But uh, so I don't want to be drinking like ungodly amounts of alcohol. Right. I have one of the things that I was going to bring up as a topic. Now, I just did a mini episode earlier today, which was a non-drinking episode. It was just me reviewing some Cabernet Francs that I had. And one Mm -hmm. of the flavors in the Cabernet Franc reminded me of Apple Hill ripe red apples and yeah which is really good and i was and you know it kind of got me thinking i was like you know i know there's a lot of stuff going on in apple hill you and i've talked about like there's some wineries up there and you lived Uh you lived in elderado hills for a while more recently than i have and i was looking it up and there's there's a brewery up there called um Jack Russell Brewing. Yeah, have you ever I've heard of it? There. You've been there. Okay, so I have. I looked it up and I was reading their beers. I was like, all these these all sound really good. And they also have a farm and brewery. And it looks like they also do their own hops, or at least a portion of their yeah, own hops. Yeah, and I believe actually, I believe they have one in Plasterville as well. Yeah, well, it says it says there's two. Yeah, there's two. There's two locations. One's up in Camino, and mm-hmm. one is downtown in Plasterville. Yeah, Uncle Paul played a, played a show there um, last summer. Oh, cool. Oh, maybe, you know what? I'm going to ask Uncle yeah. Paul if I can put in this show maybe some of his music to close because that would be oh, fun. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Yeah, that would yeah. be that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, but I was just kind of thinking about, like, just thinking about it. You know, you when we were kids, we went up to Apple Hill all the time, and the way I describe a lot of flavors in wine and a lot of flavors in beer it's usually like oh this reminds me of something from when i was a kid so like when i was describing this cabernet franc i was like oh it's kind of like those ripe red apples it's like i said there's two distinct flavors in it ripe red apples from apple hill and Mm -hmm. uh also you know when you're driving down the valley in the valley those like kind of like rundown shacks that sell cherries and things like that and you get and you get this like fresh red cherries so i was so i was like that those fresh red cherries flavors too so one of the topics i thought we would discuss not just the you know, the Jack Russell Brewing, just because I thought that was cool. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, maybe next time you and I are both in California, we should go to there um, and then maybe try out some of the wineries that are up in Apple Hill. But uh, also, like, do you have any distinct memories of Apple Hill, either, you know, recently when you went up there with August or um, like when we were kids? Because I, I have memories of Apple Hill, but when I've gone there as an adult, it, it's not at all what I remember. It's a very different place. Yeah, I feel, I think I feel, it's very different than I remember too, but I mean, mine's also just the smell. Yeah. Smells are, you know, and I feel like that's what a lot of memories are for me, Camper, in are the smells, and the Apple Hill is definitely smells, and it's that fresh, those fresh apples. Mm-hmm. And, or a lot of my Apple Hill ones too are wintertime going up um, for the tree and stuff, and right. the hotter apple cider, and the, just the crisp, cool air, and mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. And then um, I've gone a couple times as when I've been old 
older and um i did we did just go this last time i was there and it was fun um it was fun and it had a lot of good apple stuff and it smelled really good uh when, when did we go i went with jamie and then yeah. i met um, it was right after Jeffy's. yeah right after victoria and i left you yes, you guys was, went up yeah and that was really fun and i just had a good time they had the duck pond and yeah everything so and fun little but yeah it is different than when i remember i don't remember if there was as many of the little kiosks right like type things the street fairs when we were younger so mm-hmm. i don't know if it's different if we just remember different things because we were into different things like we probably weren't very interested in looking at that when we were kids we wanted yeah. to go play in the in the pod and the right. pumpkin patch and right well that's so, that, that's the, the part smell. of apple hill that i remember is like the pumpkin patch the pond uh, mm-hmm. That like that big, yeah. you know, that big uh, stone building that's there, uh, and then also those straws filled with honey that we used to get whenever we yes, went up there. Yeah, the honey sticks. Yeah, the honey yep. sticks. Like that, that, I remember those those things. But yeah, I went up not too long ago, and we were driving around there, and I was like, I don't remember any of this. Like, I don't remember it being mm-hmm. this developed. But that, you know, it may be that the, the buildings didn't look new, but it just may be that yeah, you're right. We weren't really interested in those types of things, so we don't remember them. Yeah. Um, right. But you know, it's funny as you brought up you brought up the smell of Burton because that's my second topic. Uh, that, oh, okay. that I was going to go over because that's our other favorite topic. So like Apple Hill, that's, you know, we're going to probably revisit this in the future when we do beer reviews because you can you can always pick out flavors and things that remind you of things when you're kids. And because up in Apple Hill or up by Ronnie Sue's house or, uh, you know, over by Bridal Veil Falls, these types of places, they all have like these very distinct smells, these distinct characteristics. Like, you know, we always had sandwiches, particular type. You know, I, I don't think there's going to be any wine that, well, actually, that's not true. There could be wine that has the taste of like tuna fish sandwiches that have been in the cooler for too long. <laughs> I, I don't guess, know about that I, one, yeah. I guess that could happen, but I don't know if that would be very appealing. But right. like, I don't know if I'd want it yet. Yeah, 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 exactly. But like, I, I, I still have a love for that, like the squished tuna fish sandwich that's been in a cooler for like 10 hours. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. the best thing. Mom yeah. actually just sent a picture recently of when they went up to go snowboarding and oh, yeah. sent a picture and they said, oh, the best, the best um, snack, a smushed tuna sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're just, it's just a good, a good snack. But, you know, the other topic, so also in those Cabernet Francs, I brought up mm-hmm. blackberries. And it occurred to me while I was doing my wine notes that, like, black blackberries to me are very different than blackberries to a lot of people because when I say blackberries, I mean Camp Burton blackberries, Vashon Island right. blackberries. I don't mean the crappy ones from Virginia or the or the ones that are okay from California. I mean specifically right. Burton blackberries. From, yes, right off the tree. Yeah, right off the back. Yeah, you just sit there. You sit there picking them off the bush. But one of the things that I brought up was the the worst part about blackberry picking is when you see a really nice juicy blackberry and you pick it and then you turn it over mm-hmm. and on the other side it's unripe for some reason. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh man, one side of this is perfect, the other side of it's like completely unripe. And that yeah. was that was the flavor that was in this wine was this was the mix of the ripe fruit and the the tartness of the underripe oh, blackberry. Yeah, yeah, it was very, it was very interesting. It was a, uh, it was a uh, from the Loire Valley in France, um, but it, it had that flavor in it that reminded me of it. Uh, you know, just to round out this episode, mm-hmm. what are some of your favorite things from Burton? Now, I know let's let's concentrate on flavors. So for everybody who's listening, I bet you Jory and I are going to really, really pump up Burton, even though you know we don't make it every mm-hmm. year, and I'm not sure how many years in the future we'll be making it. But uh, there's when we're going up, when we go up to Burton next, I'm not sure if I'll make it this year or not. But when we go up to Burton next, there's a winery on the island. There's also mm-hmm. a cidery on the island that that Jody Beth and I have been to, and there's a brewery on the island. Mm-hmm. 
So I thought that might be a fun thing for us to go check those out while we're up there. Um, but, but, you know, aside from blackberries, there are a couple of things that we really look forward to that are in the meals every year. What are your favorite yes. meals in your memory from Burton? My favorite meals are definitely square pizza with ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's specifically square pizza because they make it on the sheet pans and then they have good ranch there. Right. And um, then I love the salad bar, of course. And they have that. The breakfast salad bar or the breakfast fruit bar is, and cereal bar is awesome. Plus the salad bar for every meal. Um, I really like the grilled cheese sandwiches and the soups are extra buttery. And then I really like the um, lunch when you make the sandwiches. They've been a little bit different. The last couple of years, they've kind of changed. Yeah. But um, I just like, for some reason, making a sandwich there is way better than making a sandwich at home. And it's basically the exact same ingredients as I get at the grocery store yeah. and make at home. But for some reason, it's better there. And then, of course, I always like hamburger day because the whole camp smells so delicious. Mm-hmm. And then we eat outside. And yeah. uh, that I enjoy that. Yeah. Well, there's there's definitely um, also cool, yeah good go go oh sorry go ahead no no I was just I was I was, I was... A cool funny gear slash camp situation that happened so we do beer dinners at Hot Pat every month where a brewery comes and they we do um, five beers and a four course meal five uh, five and a half ounce beers from a specific brewery four course meal that we kind of pair with it and um, I went to one several months back and it was the um, Ballast, man, now I can't remember the brewery. I think it was their Blue Blood. No, not Blue Blood. I don't remember the brewery now. Maybe Ballast Point. It was. I feel like it started with a B. And um, I think it's out of Seattle. And so a guy from the brewery was there doing the beer dinner. And he was, I was like, oh, you live in Seattle this night. He goes, well, I actually grew up on Bashan. And I was like, no way. Like, I go to Bashan every year. That's crazy. And he's like, oh, cool. Yeah, that's not. And then I mentioned Granny's at it. And he was oh. like, okay. I believe you now. Because <laughs> I didn't think because oh because it was actually wait a minute it was a it was shilling shilling it must have been shilling because it was a cidery oh, and okay. that's what I said I said are you located in Seattle or are you located on Bashan because I was asking I knew you had just gone to the the cidery and I'd asked him if he knew about it I said well my brother and sister had just gone to a cidery on Bashan and he's like whoa I grew up on Bashan and I said no way and I told him and he was like oh cool blah blah, blah. and I told him we go to Camper and and then when I mentioned Granny's attic he was like. Okay, now I know you've been there. Yeah. You know all about Granny's Attic. Actually, his family owned the um, Thriftway. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, because we've, we've been to that Thriftway several times. You know, like anytime, yeah, anytime you're, yeah, yeah anytime we were out of something, you know, we and we got to go get it from camp. Yeah, or mom used to go have to go to the laundromat, and then I'd, she'd probably go over to the Thriftway and get whatever. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. He was like, whoa. Well, even if, so. even if we don't all make it out to Burton this year as a family, which I, I hope that we can – but, you know, I think we all have other things going on, and it may not be the easiest way to get together. But uh, I'm going to try to go out to Seattle. I've got a guy who is um, a really, really, really smart wine guy um, who lives in Seattle right now, and he's trying to start a wine import company. And I was going to try to just fly out to Seattle because it's pretty cheap to fly out there from Dallas and just go see him. But while I'm there, of course, i got to go to Vashon and go down to, you know, check out Burton and see what's going on on the island and maybe go to one of the wineries, go to one of the cideries, that kind of thing. I know that it's not easy for us all to go out to Burton anymore, so but I've got a 
a, a friend in Seattle right now that I want to try to go out and see this year. And, oh, cool. um, I was going to maybe take him to Vashon and we could go check out the winery there and the cidery. And there's a brewery just called yeah. Vashon Brewing that we might go to mm-hmm. as well. And it's just, it's a great place. There's a lot of, just for anybody who's in the Seattle area or anybody who's making their way to Seattle, if you can carve out a little bit of time to take the ferry across and go to Vashon, it's just a fun just a fun community to go check out. A lot of hippies there, a lot of left-wingers, which don't always fit mm-hmm. in very well with the the hardcore anarchists like Mason and me, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's always fun. It's you know The way I look at it is it's kind of like a freak show. You just go and enjoy it. Yeah. So, uh, it is, and it's, and it's really pretty, and the smells are great. <laughs> yeah, the smells are great, and like there's there are so many smells in life that, re- that while we're walking around, like that's the memory that comes up, and a lot of it is yeah. now that I'm getting into wine, and you smell the wine, there's you know, sometimes there's a smokiness or a sea smell. Like I had a, mm-hmm. I had this really great uh, Bordeaux that had a, a Kelpie ocean smell and it didn't remind me yeah. of Burton. It reminded me of Bodega Dunes, but I think that, you mm-hmm. know, and I've talked about that actually on the, on the other episode, but yeah, those types of smells, anytime there's this mix of smells, it's going to bring up something from your childhood. So the, the best way to enjoy beer or to enjoy wine is to get out into the world and have experiences in unique places. Cause that, I agree. Yeah, when when you got those under your belt, you've got you've got just basically it's like a portal to the past. Just you you take a nice you take like 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 this um this dragon's milk that I'm drinking right now, this vanilla flavor. It it doesn't it it doesn't have enough of it, but the vanilla flavor kind of brings me back to um the vanilla extract that we that grandma kept in the yep. cupboard, you know. So like it's not yep. quite that strong, but it reminds me a lot of it. So like you've yeah. got you've got like a little bit of a portal. So let's go ahead and wrap up this episode now, uh, since we're you know almost running at thirty minutes. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the two beers that we tried were uh, Dragon's Milk and Adios Pantaloons. Dragon's Milk is from New Holland Brewing, which I just turned the bottle over and I realized it says Holland, Michigan on the back. So I don't know okay. where I'm not sure where I got New York from, but it says Holland, Michigan <laughs> on the oh. back. But it's it's roasty, it's malty, it's smooth. It is not as boozy as you would think coming from a bourbon barrel aged. Stout, I, I think it's very Definitely good. Not, yeah. If you if you're okay with an 11 percent uh, ABV beer, mm-hmm. go for it. This is for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other Definitely one is if you're trying to get into, you know, you want to try out barrel aged beers and kind of see what they're all about without getting smacked in the face with mm-hmm. a shot of liquor. Mm-hmm. That's the one to go for. <laughs> yeah. The other one is I think one of your one of your favorite breweries, Rar and Sons yeah. Brewing Company, over there near Fort Worth. Um, it's actually it's not mm-hmm. in Fort Worth. It's south of Fort Worth, but it's called. Okay. Adios Pantaloons. It's a saison. Uh, it is flavored with lemon and lime, so it is very refreshing. A really great warm weather beer, uh, and I mm-hmm. highly recommend it. So those are the two beers that we reviewed today. Do you have anything else you want to add, Jory? Nope. All right. Sounds well, good. Just I think that's sounds... smell the world. Yeah, smell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go out and smell the world. Enjoy some beers. Enjoy some wines. And hopefully, Jory, we'll have you back on next month for another beer review. Sounds good. All, All right. right. Ha- stay free, Bye everyone.
what you taught and hard.